Oh, hi. I didn't see you there. This is episode 174 of the Guardian Project podcast, and I am your host, Andy. And you should come to a music parts with me because I'm usually a lifetime pass holder. Oh, nice. And that, hopefully that means you get one guest for free every single time you go in. We're going to jump the lines. <laughs> And I'm your other host, Mike, and I've been running into the same issue over and over again with minus one, minus one counters. It just seems to persist. Please listen carefully. And this is the podcast about Commander, our favorite Magic the Gathering format. And today it is spooky season. It's October. So we're going to talk about zombies. Yes, we have not talked about uh, a creature type in a while. So we're very excited to talk about zombies. Um, it's only fitting. You know, it's October. It's been very cold and rainy here. Actually, for a, it's been raining, it feels like, for days now. Yeah, so It's too cold. I turned my heated seats on on the way here. Yeah. And it didn't really. I miss my heated time. steering wheel. That is the one Ugh. thing that I miss about my old vehicle. I had one. I don't have that. It's it's not standard on a Jeep Wrangler. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I don't I don't have a heated steering wheel. Um I don't so know if that's that an I option miss. in the Chevy Equinox, a heated steering wheel or not. I'm sure there is. Yeah. yeah. I don't have heated seats either ones. though. But I also don't have leather seats. So my seats are never too cold. They're never too cold, never too hot. They're just they're they're the they're just right. They're seats. they are the yes, they're the Goldilocks of seats. Um this past week, though, we had two mechanics um, that got a lot of discussion online that became deciduous, mm-hmm. um, which uh, is really just Magic's term to say that they're not really evergreen, but they're available to anybody who wants to use them in a set, um, that being Landfall and Surveil, which was very exciting to see Surveil. There were many cards that had basically the full text of Surveil mm-hmm. on it, mm-hmm. Um but it didn't have like Surveil 3. Um, and I know, Mike, you're super excited about this because you want to play with Disinformation Campaign. Um, well, I mostly want to play with Enhanced Surveillance. Disinformation Campaign is a very good enchantment. Don't get me wrong. Enhanced Surveillance is also very good. Yeah. Enhanced Surveillance is the one that lets you surveil an extra two every time you surveil. So yeah, I want to play with that and smack a Doom Whisperer on the, on the battlefield and Surveil 4 for two life like 80 times in a row or something yeah like and then that. disinformation campaign has when it enters you draw a card each one discards a card then whenever you surveil you can return it to your hand this mm-hmm. is very good in guilds of ravnica uh so it's it's nice seeing some of these mechanics being printed it's nice when you have something that you can do over and over and then build a deck around yeah and it, and it sounds like the fact that they're doing this means it's going to get more support here in the future yeah and i mean cards like grim flare you can look up now grim flare if you look up the oracle text says surveil three mm-hmm. so it, it's cool i expect that we're going to get a lot more of that uh, in the future yes we also uh got some awesome secret lair stuff uh, a ton for this October actually it's a lot drop. there's 11 there's yeah. 11 drops uh so we're just going to go through and tell you uh what you can find if you want to check out the artwork go on to the uh secret lair website for wizard of the coast Yeah, you can pre-order them now until uh a little bit into november yes. or uh yeah november uh we have a junji ito uh special guest uh, making a Thoughtseize, Doomsday, Carrion Feeder, and Plaguecrafter. There is a Post Malone Backstage Pass, which has Post Sigil, which is Lashrak Sigil, a Jet Medallion, Post Citadel, which is Bolas Citadel, and then Post Son of Rich, which is Crick Son of Yogmoth, all with artwork um, based on Post Malone. Yeah. We also have a Post Malone The Lands secret lair, which are some old framed basic lands with some Post Malone uh, doodles and signatures in in the the text box. Yeah, special guest Yoji Shinkawa, which has Tezzeret the Seeker, Solemn Simulacrum, Skullclamp, and Phyrexian Metamorph. 
Yeah, that's a very cool one. Um, the Space Beyond the Stars with Imprisoned in the Moon, Stasis, Prismatic Omen, and Wheel of Sun and Moon. First pr- uh, foil copy of Stasis. I will say this Prismatic Omen feels very, very placed and appropriate. <laughs> now Dominaria. that we've gotten Domain, mm-hmm. it, it makes sense that it came back. We talked about that card a bit just mm-hmm. in the last couple of months here. We sure did. Um, if looks could kill, the one that I would like to get, uh, a Zombie Lady of Scrolls, Liliana, of the Dark Realms, Reflector Mage, and Adaptive Automaton. Did they uh, say anything about the Reflector Mage having the legendary frame or anything? I didn't hear anything about I, that. I haven't heard much, but it definitely does look like it has a legendary frame, and it is not a legendary creature. But I think from what I read mm-hmm. was that they said that these, these cards have legendary art because the Liliana of the oh. Dark Realms is a legendary planeswalker and doesn't have right, that right. frame. Do the planeswalkers have that frame? They usually do now, I think. Yeah. I think so. I'm not yeah, positive. So I you know, I I now that I'm thinking about it, that one does look a little off, but um the reflector mage, still not legendary. Yeah. We've got uh, a 40k secret layer. Well, we have the Warhammer secret layers here. The first one is the Warhammer 40k Orcs secret layer, which will have a uh, merciless executioner as Orc Commando, an aggravated assault without an alternate name, a Cranko Tin Street Kingpin as Makari the Lucky Grot, a Zergo Helm Smasher as Grazgul Prophet of the Wah. Uh, and a borderless Sky Sovereign console flagship as Devolcha. After that, we have the Warhammer Age of Sigmar uh, drop, which gives you a borderless blind obedience, a borderless Danitha Capuchin Paragon as Neve Blacktalon, a borderless Njila the Blade Blossom as Archaeon the Everchosen, a Scourge of the Throne as Stardrake, and then a Loxodon Warhammer as Galmar's the Great Shatterer. I think he did pretty good on those. I tried. I think I think Niev is Black Talon, though. Niev Black Talon. Oh, what did I, what did I say? Black Talon or something <laughs> like that. <laughs> That's funny. And the uh, last Warhammer secret layer here is actually secret layer Blood Bowl. This has uh, Approach of the Second Sun as Touchdown, Rewind as Reroll, Bone Splinters as Both Down, Fling as Throw Teammate, Defense of the Heart as Perfect Defense, and Felwar Stone as The Ball. The next is Weirdest Pets in the Universe, which includes a Laboratory Maniac, Stitcher Supplier, Beast Whisperer, Vizier of the Menagerie, and Wood Elves. And the last one here on the list. Which is, is the best of all of them. Not even close. <laughs> some people would argue there's some foil versions of cards they haven't had before that they get in some of the other secret layers. Okay. Although they can I argue. do agree with you though, Andy. <laughs> uh, this is the totally spaced out uh, galaxy land. So we have a strip mine, an ash barrens, a fabled passage, and a command beacon. Yeah. Very pretty stuff. They are gorgeous. And if they are the same galaxy foiling as we got in Infinity. Mm-hmm. I'm here for all of them. I actually already bought this one. Oh, nice. So uh, as soon as that arrives, I will be opening that because I play all four of these cards. They will go into decks. Awesome. And next we have the lineup for the Magic 30 virtual experience. So that includes a virtual Q&A with Richard Garfield, a Q&A with Mark Rosewater. Uh, you get an arena avatar, an arena event entry token, a Magic Online event entry token, and then access to merchandise you can purchase um, throughout the Magic 30 weekend. There's panels. There's a bunch of stuff. So you can check it out. We'll have this link in the show notes if you're interested. We aren't making it to Vegas. Definitely something nope. I would like to participate in. This is this is happening soon. Um, so if you, if you want to check out the full schedule, the show notes are below. And we want to thank all of the folks that listen to us every single week. 
Um, we wouldn't be here without you. Thank you so much to all of our patrons. Um, if you want to head to patreon.com slash guardian project pod, you can donate for any dollar amount and get access to um, lots of cool things that we give away and our upcoming um, new patron only series that we are going to call second main, which will premiere this month. Yes. Yeah. We'll Very have it. Soon. We'll have it for you um, next week and you'll our first episode and you're going to let us know how you like it i guess uh, <laughs> <laughs> make sure to like comment and subscribe whenever you're listening to the show now it really helps out the show and if you want to find us anywhere else online you can search for us on youtube instagram twitter um, you can even email us at guardianprojectpod at gmail.com let's go look at some zombies All right, so let's talk strategies for zombies. Mm. Um, honestly, the, the ones that I think of at first are just really like the swarm strategies where you're playing with lots of tokens for go wide and aristocrat strategies, sacrificing things, bringing them back, having something on the battlefield that cares when your things die. There's lots of zombies that care when another zombie dies. Mm -hmm. Each opponent loses a life or whenever a creature just in general dies for sure each opponent loses a life and you gain a life <laughs> there's a lot of similarities when you when you talk about uh zombie synergy uh to elf synergy uh they do seem to be the two creature types that have the most lords uh about it elves are typically one ones zombies are typically two twos um but with lords i mean they're both going to be like nine nines all the time swinging um, i'm pretty sure in today's magic world it is possible to put together a commander deck of just zombie lords just all uh zombies that give other zombies plus one plus one maybe your zombie tokens flying or something like that i think you can do a hundred percent all zombie lords now pump your whole board and your go wide strategy also becomes a go tall strategy yeah i i actually think that you're right that that it would be probably very easy to because just just have something where every card gives something to everything. Mm -hmm. the, the whole family's working together. That's right. Um, you know, the 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 other strategy is really just reanimation. Everybody's yeah. going to come back from from the from the dead. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you mentioned um, like your like your sacrifice a little bit of aristocrat strategy. I mean, reanimation goes right into that, right? You constantly bring back the things that you're you're killing over and over again. Maybe there's some zombies that you can cast from your graveyard. Maybe there's um, just zombies that bring things back from your graveyard right away. We know there's a lot of commanders that specifically do that. Even some non-zombie commanders that are really good for zombies that are going to be reanimating your creatures back from the graveyard and everything. So um, there is like a very, very, very small uh, a mill sub strategy with some zombies. Yeah, too. there are some blue blue zombies that when, when you deal damage, mm -hmm. instead you mill. Yeah. I usually don't include those ones because... I want you to actually just die from the life total going down. <laughs> yeah, right. I don't want to substitute now. Oops, now we're milling after I've done 20 damage. I don't want to mill the rest. See, I want to I want to swing at someone for 40, make 40 two twos, and then sacrifice them all into an exsanguinate. And that's how I want to win. Oh, that's really good. Yeah. That's or you could sacrifice them, I guess, in the mill strategy to like an altar of dementia, I guess. Oh, for sure. Point. For so sure. They're, they're, you can go both ways. All mm -hmm. right. The, the the third, the sub sub strategy of mill actually does work really, well, really well. It helps it that if if it's if it's a mill that doesn't only target your opponent as well so if you have mill that can target yourself uh again we talked about reanimation zombies going to bring things back uh, there's some zombies that care about having a certain number of creatures in your graveyard too and that's going to be important so yeah. self mill is important so too. right now there are 534 legal creatures 
that are zombie cards. Yeah, Mike, break them down. Uh, so we have them broken down by color. All 534. <laughs> um, on this episode, we will. It will be 16 hours long. Yes, we're gonna we're gonna look at every single one, starting with ah a zombie. <laughs> <laughs> that was the first thing I think it starts with two A's. Um, so we broke it down by color here. Um, if you if you had to take a guess, Andy, what one color do you think best represents zombies? Definitely black. Yeah, okay, it's black. Uh, there's 379 mono black zombies, accounting for almost 71% That's, of all Okay, zombies. that is crazy. I would have assumed blue had a lot more, but we are talking monocolor yes. right now. Yes, uh, there are, yeah, there are going to be some multicolor uh, out there, but I think you'd be surprised. I mean, there is a lot of black-blue multicolor. There's a lot of black-green multicolor out there, too. There are. Um, so yeah, black at 379. Uh, with 71% um, going on to our second color, which is blue, which we guessed. Yeah. Um, so blue is is 53 mono blue zombies. I don't see a ton of mono blue zombies, to be fair. A lot of, like when it comes to blue zombies, you, you're looking at will, will help the rot cleaver or whatever. Uh, I guess Giza and Geralt technically isn't a zombie, but they support the blue strategy there. Um, we have 53 cards here accounting for just under 10% of yeah. the zombies. Yeah, I mean, it, they, if you're playing a blue-black zombie deck, you're likely to have at least, I guess, one. I, I'm thinking of Geralt, um, oh, yeah. the, the one that, but he's not even a zombie himself. He's not. So, but he makes, but he zombie makes zombies and makes them better. So, uh, yeah, Wilhelm being blue-black makes You know what enables it? Next, we have red, which there's 2.1% of all zombies are mono-red with 11 of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, it was more than I was expecting. I thought this was going to be the lowest category. Did you? That being said, one of the categories I didn't think was going to exist on this list. But it does. But it does. Um, but I did think red was going to be the lowest out of anything. I thought white was going to be higher. And I here in white, there's only eight at 1.5% because I felt like there were a lot more in Amoncat. But there exactly. are some white black, right? So I think yeah. So I think there are some there. But I, I didn't expect eight. I figured red would. I also thought green was going to be higher, yeah. which is our lowest of the actual of the colors. colors. Yeah, there's actually only two uh, green zombies that they've ever printed. Uh, one of them was printed in War of the Spark, which was God Eternal Ronus. Oh. Uh, and the other one was Ghoul Tree, printed in a dual deck back in the day. A it's zombie a great card folk. in a fling deck like with Gerard. Yes, yeah, it's a 10-10 that could potentially cost one green because it costs one generic less for each creature card in your graveyard and normally costs seven and one green. But the lowest is in colorless. It sure Because is. you've got an artifact creature zombie, Nim Replica from Mirrodin. Yes. I don't play this in any of my zombie decks. Do you play it in any of your zombie decks? No, it's a 3-1 with pay two and a black and sack it to give a creature minus one, minus one until end of turn. It's not... Self-sacrifice. And, I mean, that, that effect is not useless. No, it's definitely not useless. But I'm probably going to play a Lord for three mana because it's probably in mono black and I probably have the mana to pay for it. So I'm just going to go with yeah, that. Yeah, I think you're absolutely right. Uh, but we also have multicolored cards here. There's a total of 80 multicolored cards uh, consisting of just under 15% of the amount of uh, uh, zombies that we have. Um, we did not. There is one card, uh, a double face card, Loyal Cathar flipped on the other side is Unhallowed Cathar. Unhallowed Cathar is the zombie. Uh, Loyal Cathar is a human. Uh, this, when you search it up in Scryfall, counts as both a mono white and a mono black zombie, but not a multicolored creature. So just keep that in mind when we talk about the numbers here. Yeah. All right. Let's talk about the top commanders based on EDA track. So I, um, I did not expect... Um, to see these these five let's really? be honest really no and you know what's funny so so let's read them we'll, we'll break them each down and then we'll go over sure. our favorite zombie cards here but um number one 
not surprised here is Will Help the Rock Cleaver. Yeah, new hotness. I, I like that it. one a lot. The second one here, I really do not like this card as a oh. zombie commander. Oh. It's, I think, my least favorite of all of them. And 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 maybe it's because for a long time it was the one that was used. Mm-hmm. Um, but I honestly think that it's very slow, and I don't ever see anybody do anything with this commander. Mm-hmm. That's the Scarab God. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So a five-five at the beginning of your upkeep, each opponent loses X life, and, and you scry X where X is the number of zombies you control, and you can pay four. Exile a creature from somebody's graveyard, and, and you can make a copy that's a zombie. And then it has like the uh, the Amonkhet zombie, um, yeah, uh, can... ability that they come back. Yeah, back to your hand. back to your hand. Yes. Yeah, I don't know. I wasn't a fan of number two. I love this. I mean, the Scarab God was my first zombie. Well, no, I guess it was probably Giza and Garoff was my first zombie commander. But I quickly switched over to the Scarab God, and I loved it. Um, I, and I think the reason you haven't seen it done anything is because it is a lightning rod. It is it's, If it's on the battlefield, it must be removed because if you untap with the Scarab God and there's any creatures in graveyards, I mean, you get a free 4-4, you steal someone's creature out of their graveyard. It's a really, really strong ability. I think I have had an upkeep with a Scarab God like twice in total ever yeah and you had that deck for a couple of years <laughs> very long time doesn't mean i didn't win with it and it, you know it forces people to use their removal on it and i think there's a lot to say if, if your commander is good enough where it has to be removed every single time it comes out on the battlefield you're absorbing a lot of that uh, interaction and you can you can spend it elsewhere but yeah it doesn't feel good to never be able to use your commander because everyone has to remove it all the time it is five mana um which is only one other five mana commander on this maybe that has something to do with it maybe the four drop slots a lot better for zombies but um it's also not a zombie. It's a god. Yeah. Which is kind of a drawback. Yeah. The commander returns a lot, though, which is, it's oh, yeah. not bad, though. Yeah. Um, you shouldn't have to pay tax on it, hopefully. No, you should. The next is Verena Lich Queen at number three of four, four, and Esper Colors. One white, blue, black. Whenever you attack with one or more zombies, you draw that many cards and then you discard that many cards and you gain that much life. So you're really just kind of self, you're looting for the number of zombies that that you're you're attacking with so mm-hmm. you can fill your graveyard and reanimate them which is great um it added white so the the folks playing with the Amonkhet zombies got to add those white cards yep. and then it has pay two exile two cards from your graveyard create a tapped two two black zombie creature token um i don't know i'm not like i said i've stuck to two color for so long um i didn't i didn't want to i didn't want to have to pay more um money to make a more expensive mana base let's be honest that's that's kind of where i am with that it's a big one i mean hopefully even even in a three color zombies deck you're still mostly in mono black so you only have to throw in a couple white cards here and there but you know it does it does uh also add some non-zombie but good zombie uh uh permanence like anointed procession because zombies don't typically get green so you can't double your tokens or anything so you get anointed procession in here you can get a smothering tithe you can get a lot of good removal in white i think there's a lot that Verena brings that isn't a zombie to a zombie deck. I do. I will say though, and I do like seeing Corpse Knight um, as an option oh, here. Yeah. So it's white, black, and it has whenever another creature enters the battlefield under your control, each opponent loses a life. So you can um, you can make just a bunch of creatures and reanimate a bunch of creatures and to make your opponents lose pretty quick. And you get to add in God Eternal Oketra, mm-hmm. which is really nice. Um, it has a different God clause, but right. this one goes towards 
towards closer to the top of your library it's it's what second from the top or uh, third third, from, third the top? from the top but with verena you're going to be milling through that anyway you're going to be drawing those cards with your zombies and everything so since you're already expanding to white verena is the one that you want to expand yeah. to white with um next up we have giza and Geralt. this is another non-zombie zombie commander my original zombie commander for four mana two a blue and a black you get a human wizard four four this is when giza and Geralt enters the battlefield mill four cards during each of your turns you may cast a zombie creature spell from your graveyard so this isn't technically reanimation because you're casting it from your graveyard, but it is. It's reanimation. Yeah. This is one that I, I've always liked, and I, I think people just pick different commanders over it, but I feel like Giza and Garof and, and Will Helt and the Scarab God, even commanders that aren't making this list like Narfi, um, Betrayer mm-hmm. King, you can just you can just switch you can just switch it in, which is really nice. Oh, yeah. And the utility here is great because people are removing the zombies that are making all of your other zombies huge um and you're like all right it's fine i'll just bring him back next turn don't that's fine i'll just recast don't you worry don't touch my graveyard though the fifth one is ghoul caller giza um another non-zombie zombie commander a three four human wizard for three black black pay x and tap sack another creature create x two two black zombie creature tokens where x is the sacrificed creature's power uh we just played against this on stream it was really good i don't know how often um we see ghoul caller giza do much work. There was a Narfi deck and Ghoulcaller came out mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and made a lot of zombies. Tons of them. Yeah, I, I would say um, you, the, the the mentions that you made about the Scarab God not seeing it do a lot, I would say the exact same comments about Ghoulcaller Giza. You're probably right. I don't know if I've ever played against a mono black Ghoulcaller Giza deck. I had, ever. I had one before. I don't know if I ever played against you, it. You may, because it probably didn't do anything with Ghoul Caller Giza, because I, you know, Ghoul Caller on five, right? You got to get it out right on five. It needs one turn to get over its summoning sickness. And then you also need another creature to sacrifice with it. So there's a lot of setup that's required for it. And if you don't have it set up, or if there's one little piece of removal or something, it's very difficult to turn it into an engine. Um, but once the engine starts, you, it's really hard to stop. Yeah. I'm, I'm surprised that in this list, Narfi Betrayer King didn't make it. Honestly, I did not realize that Giza and Garolf and then Ghoulcaller Giza were going to be as high up on this list as they were. Um, but Narfi's only, it's still got less than 500 decks. And in Grim Grim, Corpse, Corpseborn only has just over 500. So I, I expected Grim Grim to have way more decks as well. And and they didn't they didn't make the top five here no, i i do like seeing uh never Nero, urborg tyrant almost make it into the top five another esper we uh, did ask folks there. online to drop their favorite their favorite zombies mm-hmm. and we did have quite a few never Nero, urborg tyrants hey, that were posted board wipe board wipes on creatures are pretty especially in a zombie deck that's pretty good this is another card i don't think i've ever played against never Nero. Um, i mean it has it has the, the i mean it's scary yeah so i mean i get that too sure um but i only have ever played against this but i like it as a zombie commander that's pretty cool yeah that's and cool. it especially belongs in the 99 of your verena lich queen deck if you're uh playing your verena lich queen deck out there right now yeah yeah let's look at some high strategy cards for zombies um one of my favorites an enchantment is rooftop storm oh heck yeah oh my gosh six mana so five and a blue you may pay zero rather than pay the mana cost for zombie creature spells that you cast if you can cast creatures from your graveyard uh you can you can just cast them whenever you want and if they're in your hand you just play them all out i do remember um you playing rooftop storm and i I would never you would never um and i and i remember always going great 
this is this is fine. Well, Everything is fine. Everything's free, so it has to be fine. And then if you have some sort of effect that makes it so you can cast zombies from your graveyard, those are free too. And then if you have a sack outlet and then you sacrifice it and then you cast it from your graveyard again, those those are all free too. Everything's free and then your win is free on top of all of that. <laughs> <laughs> um, we have Undead Augur that got printed in Modern Horizons, which I really like for card draw. Not that zombies really, not that black blue really needed card draw, but just so that you could get card draw on a zombie creature um, this is a black black zombie wizard 2-2 it says whenever it or another creature you control dies draw a card and you lose a life most of your your card draw in zombie form is going to have you lose life but it's okay it life's a resource life is a resource necro duality Ugh. is another really really good card this came out with crimson vow which I can't believe it was over a year ago at this point. It's just, it's been so long. But Necro Duality for three and a blue, uh, an enchantment with that. Whenever a non-token zombie enters the battlefield under your control, create a token that's a copy of that creature. So I I did build Wilhelt, which is, um, you know, so, so strong. Um, Wilhelt just says whenever another zombie you control dies, if it didn't have decayed, you create a 2-2 black zombie creature with decayed so you can play out a non-token zombie. You get two of them. Neither of them have decayed. When they die, they become decayed zombies. Wilhelt is, is card advantage because you can sacrifice zombies and draw cards. It's it's very good. Um, but one thing that Necroduality, you know, it kind of is in the same boat as Rooftop Storm as it only works in zombie decks yeah they can't be used anywhere else but they are so strong when they're used in these decks it's really really good um a card that will show up it's a non-zombie but it is a creature that is important for zombie evasion uh and it's important with the graveyard is the card wonder uh, this is an incarnation and you might also want to tr try out filth as well but wonder is a four mana incar incarnation three in a blue two two with flying that says as long as wonder is in your graveyard and you control an island creatures you control have flying uh, and filth is very similar except uh, it gives your creature swamp walk if you control a swamp and filth is in your graveyard um, two uh, really important ways to um get your creatures through because you know sometimes people have blockers you will go up that against that elf deck that does have more creatures than you yeah. unfortunately i will say it it wouldn't be right if we didn't at least mention gray merchant of asphodel on the show too. i mean we didn't include it when we're when we're going to talk about our favorite creatures I, I thought about it and said no this one is just a fan favorite in mm -hmm. everything because it's it's a zombie it being a zombie is a perk for this episode sure because i don't know I actually don't know if I play a semi-zombie deck, I'll be honest. It'd be fine to play in it. It'd be yeah. very good to play in it. I always want to play the cheaper zombies that just become lords, but this is kind of a top end. Yeah. I mean, at five mana, the zombies I, I'm casting are all pretty low. Sure, but they're all at least one black pip, I imagine. Most of them, if not two. Yeah, so there, there'll be, what, like five, six pips by the time you, you're ready to cast your gray merchant. So it'll be X, or, yeah, X equals eight. Everyone's taking eight, you gain a 24, start sacking it and reanimating it. And then all of a sudden you're like, why do I have zombies in here? I can just do this gray merchant sack and reanimate over and over and over. I don't actually need other zombies. I will say there is one card on here that we may both disagree with being mm -hmm. a very popular zombie card because it really takes a long time to get going. Mm -hmm. And that's Endless Ranks of the Dead. And I've I've seen it once work once this year. Mm -hmm. And it was great okay. once it kind of got going because there was no enchantment removal, and I think I had four zombies, so it was it was doing work. But another enchantment that says, uh, at the beginning of your upkeep, you create X22 black zombie creature tokens, where X is half the number of zombies you control rounded down. So, you know, if you have a couple zombies, the, the army starts coming, you know, like, 
very quickly if if they don't get rid of this card. Yeah, this enchantment got cut before I switched Scarab got out to a new commander because this was also a, we can't remove it. So we're just going to board wipe every single turn so that you can't get more zombies. Okay, if that's what you want to do. If that's what you want to do, and it was it was what we needed. It was oh, what we needed to no, do. It wasn't it wasn't fine. a want. It was a need. You know what? How about this for a need? It's called Call to the Grave. <laughs> for four and a black, it's an enchantment that says at the beginning of each player's upkeep, that player sacrifices a non-zombie creature. At the beginning of the end step, if no creatures are on the battlefield, sacrifice Call to the Grave. This one is shielded on an enchantment specifically for zombies. And if you control zombies and no one else does, it stays on the battlefield and you don't have to sacrifice anything. It is a mean card. I like it a lot. Yeah, I will say for the top five commanders, though, in this in this theme, mm -hmm. they all use zombies pretty much in the same way, which is just getting them out and then swinging with them. There's not really a whole lot of difference between these top five commanders. They all just do it in a different way. Wilhelm gets card advantage and makes more zombies. Um, the Scarab God, I do. The one thing that I do like about the Scarab God is that you you have it to pick away other people's. Yeah graveyard mm -hmm. so that is really nice but Verena and Geese and Garof and Ghoul Caller Gisa they all feel very similar in that you're making zombies or getting creatures back from the graveyard filling your graveyard with sacrifice from Ghoul Caller or the, the the mill from Verena and the mill when Geese and Garof enter and then just amassing as many zombies as you possibly can and that is not a pun um, the <laughs> mass mechanic because you can only make one zombie with a mass the zombie army just becomes one big zombie yeah that's that still dies to swords to plowshare or any other spot removal but spell. it doesn't have decayed so Wilhelm can sack it if, <laughs> if, if, if needed I, I will say Giza and Garalf on these top five is the only one of the five that doesn't directly create tokens uh, Wilhelm the rock cleaver doesn't create a ton of tokens but you know still creates tokens so it's the only non-token generator of these top five if you're really looking for a difference. Yeah, I I mean the rounding out a few more uh, of the the top 15 here is Liliana heretical healer which I have seen built before mm -hmm. as a zombie commander. A new a new commander here Bladewing Deathless Tyrant yeah. is here. Thraxamunder, Sadisi Brood Tyrant. I've seen Sadisi Brood Tyrant built as a zombie deck before. I actually think that's a cool one. Unfortunately, I just think Sadisi's mechanic of um, whenever it enters you mill three and then whenever one or more creatures are put, I mean, it doesn't really, it's when, it's when she enters or attacks or attacks. Yeah. Which you're putting your three, three commander in harm's way by doing that just to potentially get another zombie token. Right. But it is Saltai. So you do get it's to different. add, you do you get, get to add the two mono green or, <laughs> or a bunch that are black green. Yeah, you're right. Are there blue green? I don't think they were. I don't think mm, there were Simic I zombies. Doubt it. I doubt it. I'd have to go back and look for Simic zombies. But um, these are the top commanders. Now let's talk about our favorite cards that we like to put into these decks. All right. So let me talk about my favorite zombie card. Um, I had posted online um, for people to tell us what their favorite zombies were. Mm -hmm. And um, some people responded and said this was their favorite zombie. So they didn't have to post anything extra, but that's Micaeus the Unhallowed. Unhallowed and hallowed. The unhallowed. He's also hallowed. Yeah. He's hallowed. All hallows Eve. <laughs> uh, Micaeus the unhallowed is a 5-5 five, five zombie cleric for three black, black, black with intimidate. It says whenever a human deals damage to you, destroy it. And other non-human creatures you control get plus one, plus one and have undying. No humans. 
Get wrecked, humans. Micaeus was a human on, when he was mono white. Yeah, right? it was a human cleric when it was mono white. Mm-hmm. Came back as a zombie cleric. Still a cleric, though. Still a cleric. Still a cleric. But now he's very anti-human. Very anti-human. Um, it's like when you go on the other side of the hedge, and then you're just anti-people who were on the side of the hedge that you were on before, and you just think you're better than everyone else. You like being... I. <laughs> The grass isn't greener. The grass isn't always greener on the other side of the hedge. Of the hedge. Yeah. Of the hedge. Yeah, but because the hedge is green and it's really making you think that it's green, but you're seeing the hedge and not the grass. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, Micaeus is a lord. Really great. Makes it so that your your other zombies are, are bigger. Other non-humans. Correct. Other... Well, the zombies, correct. Oh, correct. for this case. For yes, this case, right. my zombies, about zombies are going to be larger. <laughs> but if you are running things that aren't zombies in your zombie stack, you mm-hmm. can certainly give them give them that that pump. But Undying is really nice because you're already sacrificing things. Uh, Ghoul Caller Giza is going to sacrifice things. Will Helt is sacrificing things. So uh, they're going to have Undying. So Undying is whenever a creature with Undying dies... If it had no plus one, plus one counters on it, you return to the battlefield under its owner's control with a plus one, plus one counter on it. So um, it, it's great to play out a bunch of lords and then mm-hmm. they're non-token creatures. Um, so they work with a Wilhelt deck. And then when they die, they're going to come back even stronger yeah. with Micaeus. Obviously, you can't really do a whole lot about tokens mm-hmm. when those die. Um, you're kind of out of luck. They, they just die. You're if like, you have anything with like persist, the plus one plus one and the minus one minus one counters can counteract each other and so you can like do some sort of uh infinite reanimation and stuff and i know like micaeus is is outside of a zombie deck i mean micaeus is a combo piece right yeah it's a combo piece it works really well with your skellion which you could put into like a green a green black zombie deck um i mean well Triskelion's a construct, but it works really well if you can tutor them up with like Defense of the Heart or Mm -hmm. like, you know, some way. I mean, I guess Black has just tutors. You can Demonic Tutor, Vampiric Tutor, (laughs) but you could add more colors. Who knows? Um, They're kind of expensive. They both cost six mana, so maybe that's the way to do it. Um, But Triskelion is a 1-1 construct for six mana. When it enters, it enters with three counters on it. Um, and when you when you have them both out on the battlefield, it's called Mike and Trike. It's kind of a nickname that people gave to this, but you're able to just win the game. So Triskelion has an ability to remove a plus one plus one counter on it to deal damage to target creature or player. So what you do is you remove one counter, you deal a damage to an opponent, you remove two more counters, and then you have to deal the damage to the Triskelion. Mm-hmm. It's getting a pump from Micaeus because right. it's a non-human creature. Mm-hmm. Um, so you need to actually make it so Triskelion dies. So you deal the two damage to Triskelion, it dies, it comes back because it didn't have a plus one, plus one counter on it, gets a plus one, plus one counter on it, um, and, and and then you just go from there. So yeah. you win on the spot. It's it's a really good combo. Um, I don't, it doesn't make friends. I will say that. It doesn't <laughs> oh, make friends, fire. but... You can shuffle up and play another game pretty quick. It's yeah. not something that's going to take a very long time. Game's got to end. But I mean, if you're running Micaeus in a zombie deck, I might suggest throwing Interscalion. Of course, know, for good measure. You should. And 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 like Andy mentioned, this this combo does not actually work with Walking Ballista because of that plus one plus one pump coming from Micaeus. Uh, walking Ballista, unless you have something that just cares about itself dying, um, like an Aristocrat trigger, like from a Azulport Cutthroat or something. But um, uh, Walking Ballista will have to deal the one damage that it gets with the plus one plus one counter to itself to kill it it won't be able to ping someone else and then also kill itself so yeah it's only mike and trike it's not mike and walking ballista which is a mouthful anyways 
Mike and Walking Ballistas is too much. Mike, That'd be a great show, ballista. though. That'd be a really great show, though. Make that a series. Mike and, and Walking Ballista. They're just friends. It's my best friend. friend. And I'm just like going down the street. And then there's, I don't know if you've seen why, it's the size of like buildings. <laughs> and it's got giant crossbow bolts coming out of its chest. And yeah, the no, cool is this little cleric just like hobbling along next to it. Yeah, it just says die and just hits it with a cane. That is hilarious. <laughs> All right. What's your first? My first is the best zombie lord they've ever printed called Undead War Chief. This one not only makes your zombies cost less, but it also pumps them all up. Undead War Chief for two black black. You get a 1-1 one, one zombie. It says zombie spells you cast cost one generic less to cast. You might think a 1-1 one, one for four, that sounds terrible. But it also says zombie creatures you control get plus two plus one. Not other zombie creatures you control like most zombie lords say. So Undead War Chief with its own static ability is a 3-2 on the battlefield that makes all your zombies cost yeah. one less. It's great. It, it's it's the most buff you'll get from a zombie lord. I don't think there's any zombie lords out there giving plus two plus two. So plus two plus one is going to be the best. Plus it costs one generic less. Um, there's that brand new card saw in half that like makes two token copies and you have to cut the power and toughness of the creature in half and you make two token copies but a 1-1 one, one becomes a 1-1. One, one. So just doubling the number of uh, undead war chiefs you have. It's playable in mono black. I like cloning this in my my blue black yeah. zombies deck, cloning it like 12 times, make all my zombies cost next to nothing and then go to town with my huge, huge, huge horde. Yeah, this card's really good. I didn't think about putting um, saw in half into a zombie deck to saw the lords in half. Mm -hmm. that and then are... reanimate the lord and... Yeah, I mean, because the lords themselves, when they enter with half their power and toughness, they're pumping each other, so mm -hmm. they're not going to... That's really smart. Yeah, it's good stuff. Son Half is a good card. Son Half's really, really good, good but it's also really good in decks that are just playing a bunch of lords. Oh, yeah. Or or ETB triggers, death triggers, yeah. just all of it. Oh, yeah. I like it. I like all of it. Mm -hmm. um, my next is Diagraph Captain. A 2-2. Two, two, it's, it's another lord, okay? It's yeah, a 2-2 two, two zombie soldier for one blue and a black. It has death touch and other zombies you control. Get plus one, plus one. And... Whenever another zombie you control dies, target opponent loses one life. So this one works really, really well in zombie decks where you have a bunch of zombies that are just dying or being sacrificed and then reanimated to be sacrificed again. Sawed in half, reanimated, all the things. Diagraph Captain does it. This is another, you probably remove this one. Yeah, most likely. If there's like two lords... You want to remove this one. Well, because this one can kill my 12-12 that's swinging in because it has death touch. So yeah, It has death touch. It's a big, a death touch has a big keyword here, honestly, because you're going to be able to reanimate your captain. I'm not going to be able to reanimate my 12-12 in my mono green deck. Yeah, this is, and it's never going to be a 2-2. Two -two. That's the best part. You yeah. know there's going to be at least like two other lords out or something that's just granting some j passive, mm -hmm. you know, plus one, plus so, or plus so, plus so. Something's going to happen. It's never going to be a 2-2. Two -two. Yeah, this is also one of the best targets gets for clones as well because it not only has the lord effect but the aristocrat effect so doubling up on both of those by using one clone is really, get it really that's strong. a win con <laughs> i mean honestly it really is speaking of win cons i have my own combo card on this list this one is grave crawler great card uh play i used i played this in modern hogak it was so much fun uh grave crawler for one black you get a two one zombie that cannot block says you may cast Gravecrawler from your graveyard as long as you control a zombie. Now, we did talk about some problematic commanders that weren't zombies that everyone's going to think, oh, I can cast Gravecrawler, point out that their commander's not a zombie, <laughs> make them feel <laughs> foolish, and, and, and get back at them. But Gravecrawler is really big when it comes to combo decks. We talked about Rooftop Storm that can make your um, creatures cost, uh, or your zombie creatures free. 
uh, instead of having to cost mana. So if you do control a creature, you have a way to sacrifice your grave crawler. You can cast it back for free. What, however, you're sacrificing your grave crawler, whatever you're benefiting from by sacrificing it, you get an infinite number of those with Rooftop Storm. Uh, with Phyrexian Altar, you can sacrifice grave crawler and produce one black. That one black can then be spent to cast grave crawler from your graveyard. There's another infinite there. Uh, also, if you have like 20 black mana, you'll be able to just recast Gravecrawler 20 times all in one turn and maybe you're going to go to town with that you have a a, a blue black deck with intruder alarm and and giza um so that you can constantly sacrifice your Gravecrawler, recast it untap giza sacrifice your Gravecrawler, recast it tap it whatever you can think of yeah this card's great <laughs> it's great and it only costs one so even at the very beginning of the game you're mm -hmm. like all right i want to place out on turn one yeah you might get three swings in in commander yeah. I and mean, if you get a one if you're if you're playing a one drop and your opponents are playing something that's going to happen later in the game or ramping on mm -hmm. turns two three and four mm -hmm. you get a free six damage yeah. on. and you swing with it every turn because it can't block anyways can't block mm -hmm. can't block but hopefully the other the other one mana creatures are playing isn't something like sarah send it and you're okay that's true. It's like Sarah Send and then you might you're be gonna trouble. swing it. Just swing it one of the other two players. They so, all play Sarah Send it. Oh no. Oh it's that's, a nightmare. That's the worst. Four <laughs> one drops, th uh, a grave crawler and three Sarah Send it. I can't think of a worse situation for the zombie deck to be in. That's when you need the blue zombies, that yeah. mill. Yeah, mill, like, all right. mill my wonder. We're going in the mill strategy uh -huh. here. We're not we're not gonna win with combat damage. <laughs> uh my final zombie. It's a two-color zombie. Mm -hmm. I'm going with multicolor here. And I like it because it's both a commander that I play that plays a few zombies, but can also build a pretty nasty zombie deck itself, which mm -hmm. is Jared, Golgari Lichlord. So Jared is a 2-2 two -two zombie elf for black, black, green, green. It gets plus one, plus one for each creature card in your graveyard. So that's just very good. And then it has an ability to pay one, a black, and a green. You can sack another creature and each opponent loses life equal to the sacrifice creature's power. And you can sacrifice a swamp and a forest return Gerard from your graveyard to your hand. Um, so we're already looking to sacrifice creatures here. So you can sacrifice them to the graveyard. Mm -hmm. Makes Gerard larger. If you're playing a bunch of zombie lords, maybe you're giving all your zombies plus five plus five or whatever it is that you're playing. Sure. Um, your opponents are going to lose a lot of life to this. Yeah. Just it's just it's just so much that you can do, um, and it and it works well with all of them. I mean, it, it, this can be built very easily with just a bunch of a bunch of you could build mono black zombies with Gerard and then green as ramp spells. Yeah, I mean, and why and why wouldn't you? Because I mean, zombies aren't very good. I mean, that's what you get with green, right? With green, you're getting you know, all of your your zombies out there. Uh, sorry, you're getting all of your ramp out there with your black. You're getting all of your zombies out there. Um, my favorite, I guess my favorite zombie that is in Gerard, though, that is in green is Ghoul Tree, which you mentioned earlier, which sure. is a 10-10 that could potentially cost one. You've also got access to Vulturous Zombie, which is a 3-3 plant zombie with flying for five mana. It's a 3-3 that says whenever a card is put into an opponent's graveyard from anywhere, you put a plus one, plus one counter on Vulturous Zombie. So it works well in a non-zombie Gerard deck. It works well in a zombie Gerard deck because your, your opponents are just going to cast spells. Mm -hmm. And, and it says from anywhere, whenever a card's put 
put it in their graveyard from anywhere. Now, in, in your Gerard deck, you do have some creatures that care about like the number of creatures in your graveyard and stuff. Their power and toughness is equal to the number of creatures in your graveyard. Yeah, like Fiend Artisan, cards like that. Yeah. So, so the keyword um, that they printed in uh, Guilds of Ravnica, Undergrowth for the Golgari ones. I run none of those, but they work really well in a Gerard zombie deck. Right, yeah, because they care about number of creatures. Like uh, Molder Hulk is a seven black and a green a fungus zombie six six with undergrowth spell costs one less to cast for each creature card in your graveyard so for a black and a green you can probably cast it uh, halfway through the game when it enters the battlefield you return target land from your graveyard to the battlefield are there any lands that you self-sacrifice do you run field of ruin or any anything in there where you actually would care about bringing a land back maybe yourself mill will mill a land or something i mean i play life from the loam which allows me to dredge and then i can get lands back from my graveyard to my hand um I just I think Gerard's a really fun commander. I I do think that it's still played a decent amount. Like oh yeah, not even just because I play it, but there's I mean it's just under two thousand decks too as a zombie commander, um, and it's just a fun card in general. I wonder how many uh, uh, Gerard Golgari Lichlord decks there are compared to Brian Stout Arm decks. Completely different colors, but both flinging your creatures. Yeah, this one's less fling, more sack, though. It is. Because it does it to each and not even just one. That's right. So it's even better. Even better. Brian's stout arm, eat your heart out. <laughs> <laughs> so my last zombie here is one that you, you probably wouldn't have guessed would be my favorite, but I have I have some good explanations. I was actually surprised that this one made your list. Yeah, you know, this one is, is probably where Grey Merchant of Asphodel should be going, but I want it to be a little more uh, cares about zombies with yeah. my picks here. So I decided to go with Zombie Master. Zombie Master is a lord that doesn't actually give plus one, plus one. So it's difficult to call it a lord, but it does give effects to all of your other zombies. So for one a black black, you get a two, three zombie. This says other zombie creatures you control have Swamp Walk. Uh, and other zombies you control have pay one black to regenerate this permanent. So the regenerate ability, honestly, it's just icing on the cake. It's all about having that swamp walk. Uh, I mentioned filth before. Um, all of my zombie decks that I've ever built include Urborg, Tomb of Yawgmoth, which makes all lands swamps in addition to their other types, both your lands and your opponent's lands, which makes it so your swamp walk works for all of your opponents. All of your zombies are now basically uh, unblockable. As long as your opponents control any lands and you continue to control Urborg, your zombies are unblockable. Um, but also, I tend to run into some issues when it comes to mana in my zombie stack. So, you know, I run a Cabal Coffers, which Urborg goes really well with. And Cabal Coffers is a land where you can tap two generic mana and tap it to add black to your mana pool equal to the number of swamps you control. They don't actually have to be real swamps. Urborg makes them into good enough swamps uh, for good Cabal enough. Coffers. So um, Zombie Master uh, is actually a win condition in a lot of my zombie decks. Just slam Zombie Master late game when I already have 40 power worth of zombies on the battlefield, which is not far-fetched. It's a very reasonable amount of zombie power to have out there because of Lords. Swing at the one person that you really need to, that, that's tapped out right then and there. I need you gone. I need you, you to not be here you need in to be red gone. with board wipes that's or right. white with board wipes. Yes, the wipes. Boros player goes first, of course. Oh. They must. They are the ones with the board wipes. They're playing by and Stroud Arm, and you're trying to make sure that they don't fling better than the Drod. That's, well, they're that's, going to the steal my zombies and then fling them at my face, and I'm going to be mad at it. Yeah. Don't yeah. do it. Don't, don't, zombie don't decks, flesh Zombie decks do have a couple of cool lands. They've got Unholy Grotto. Um, hmm. But, you know, if, if you're looking for a good reason... 
um, to get a secret layer that we mentioned earlier, you can get a, a, a destroy a land uh, in, the, in one of those oh, secret strip layers. Mine. Yeah. You get that strip mine. You can destroy <laughs> that Urborg. Leave the Cabal coffers. Always leave the coffers. Get rid of the Urborg. That's yeah, that definitely the, the option. Uh, unless you ask around the table, make sure no one else is also <laughs> going to play an Urborg, like just the next turn or something. Like, okay, if I get rid of the Urborg, no one else playing Urborg, right? So no this is useless. And yeah. Only- no, don't do that. I do like Zombie Master though because it gives regenerate to all of your zombies, yeah. and and that's just such good tech for it is board wipes. To, to be honest, though, sometimes you want your creatures to die, and it does force you to leave mana up. Which in blue black, you're going to leave mana up most of the time. You're going to have some blue interaction spell that you're going to cast in mono black. You're probably pumping everything you can out from your hand on the battlefield. You might not have regenerate mana. So you have to, it makes you think a little bit more. And honestly, I play zombies like I play mono red. Cast spells, swing. Yeah, just turn them sideways. That's what you got to do. You got to turn those zombies sideways. There's not much that gives vigilance. So we are definitely turning them sideways. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) That's going to be it this week. Um, Thanks everybody for hanging out as we chatted zombies during our spooky season. As we're coming up to the end though. Next week, we're going to be talking candy. Yes, finally. It'll be, I can't believe it, it's our third annual mm-hmm. episode where we're going to talk about candy. We're going to pair, compare it to commander decks mm-hmm. or commanders or commander strategies. Do you have any ideas yet about your comparisons? I am not sure yet. Um, we are trying the candy this week mm-hmm. and um, got lots of stuff that I was not expecting to try. Um, so stay uh, stick around. Um, we will have more information for you on that next week. And we're going to be posting some stuff in the Discord on the candies that we did purchase. Uh, they will post a lead up uh, to that on Twitter. Um, but that's going to be it for this week. Thanks, everybody, for listening. If you want to find me online, you can find me at Andy Flory. And you can find me at Wormcoil Engine. And we'll catch you all next week. Goodbye. Bye.